hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Nubian Queen Nation. I'm Nubia. Here, we will talk about everything queenly, self-care, marriage, taking care of our royal subjects, otherwise known as our children, spouses, elderly parents, business, entrepreneurship, media, with a sprinkling in of the most high. Stay tuned for this week's episode. Well, hello, hello. So I am Nubia of Nubian Queen Nation podcast, and I have a special guest with me here today. I always call my guest special. Um, and we're coming into International Women's Day, and I thought, you know, what better person to interview for today than Miss Isis, because she has traveled internationally already and before the age of 16. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I know you can just say New England, and you don't have to say specifics as far as where you know live and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But just tell me a little bit about yourself and where you did travel. We'll start there. Okay, definitely. So my name is Isis. I'm a junior in high school. Um, I live in New England, and I recently came back from a study abroad trip uh, in Morocco, sponsored by the State Department. So when your mom told me that, I was like, that is so cool. Like, I wish I could have just been in, like, your luggage and, like, went with you. Like, mm-hmm. so for you to, well, first of all, like, how did you even find out about the program? And how much work did it take for you to be, you know, um, chosen to go? Like, did you have to do an essay? Did you, you know, were there, like, finalists? Or, you know, mm-hmm. how, how did that all come about? Uh, so I've always wanted to work for the State Department, and I still definitely do, probably as a Foreign Service officer, just something where I get to uh, work abroad mm-hmm. um, on that side of things. So I was looking at their website for different internships mm-hmm. and programs that they had for high schoolers, and I found it. The program is called um, NISLI, the National Security Language Initiative for mm-hmm. Youth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the application process was pretty extensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to begin with, you had like, um, a few essay prompts you had to do, I think, like, some short answer, mm-hmm. and then an essay, and you had to answer questions. Um, your parents also had to do, like, their own statement, I guess, wow. a testament to you, mm-hmm. and you had to get, like, two recommendations, two or three recommendations, um, So and transcripts, so mm-hmm. transcripts, recommendations, um, short questions, short answer questions, and then, like, an essay. Wait, so at, at this time, you were going to school, you weren't even going to school in New England, you were going to school in Mississippi, so yes. you were probably doing majority mm-hmm. of this work by yourself, and then trying to communicate with your parents mm-hmm. to get it all yeah, together. Yeah, convincing them Yeah, <laughs> to, like, let me go. And, and did anybody else that you know of, did they, you know, from your school, or anybody else that you knew of in your background that had ever done that before? No, which made me want to do it even more, because wow, I didn't know so anyone daring. had done it, so I was like, <laughs> I have to do this, but all of that was just to become, like, a semi-finalist. Mm-hmm. So then I found out, like, sometime in December that I was a semifinalist, mm-hmm. and I applied in, like, October or November. Um, so then I had to go through an interview and get different, like, medical, like, evaluations and stuff. So all this was going on in, like, 2021, and then you got to go in 2022? Or was it all 2022? It was... Okay, so process. 2021, and then, yeah, then the year switched in 2022. So I studied... I traveled abroad the summer of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I had to do all of that, and then I became a finalist wow. once I went through the interview process mm-hmm. and got, like, my 
um, clearing. So you had to get yeah. your visa. You had to get a visa. Did you? Um, I you didn't have to. No, I already had a passport. Oh. You don't need wow. American citizens. Don't need visas to travel to Morocco. Okay. It just depends on like what country it is, um, and like which passport you have. Like some people have dual citizenship. So, so it just I mean, my you know my children, my my daughters all have their passport because their daughters. I mean, my daughter served during um, the Ukraine thing, and she was in Poland, and her do- my daughters went to visit her. Mm-hmm. But for you to be fifteen and you already had your passport in mm-hmm. hand, like because you just knew that one day you. Were going to travel or you had already used it some to go somewhere else um i just i knew it was gonna happen eventually i've been been wanting it um yeah my mom she definitely wants us to go to trinidad where my Mm -hmm. dad's from Mm -hmm. one day and um yeah so i just i'd already had it for a while and i just had to make sure it was up to date that is so cool Mm -hmm. and all right speaking of your dad being from trinidad Mm -hmm. my husband's from uh, from jamaica Mm -hmm. and my kids haven't even been there yet but they will they will one day (laughs) one day soon um so i think that is so cool so the, and the fact that you weren't even, like, really, you were just so excited that you weren't, there's no fear at all. Like, you were just so excited. So you said that you, um, so from Mississippi, did you have to come back to New England, or did you go straight from there to California? Um, to California. Because you said there was a group of you that went together. Oh, I went to California, like, a few weeks ago for a conference. Oh, okay. That was something else. No, that was <laughs> okay. something else. We were talking in I the car, okay. an education conference <laughs> oh, in cool. California. Oh, cool, Okay. Um, so, like, the way that the timeline went, um, I have, so, school ended for me in, like, March, um, not in March, in May. Okay. In, like, mid-May, and then I went back to Connecticut for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I still had to get some medical paperwork, make sure, like, I had, like, uh, like, you need all of your COVID back cards up to okay. date, like, uploaded, mm-hmm. and your passport and all of that. So, I was in Connecticut for a couple weeks, and then we left at the beginning of June. I think it was, like, the 6th, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I spent a couple of weeks in Connecticut, and then they flew us down to D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, for, like, a two-day orientation so we could meet each other, get a good introduction of, like, what the program is, um, just some, like, very basic, like, words and phrases that we might come across, um, so, general PSAs. And so what was the – do they speak Swahili there, or do they speak English? They speak English, I'm sure. But what was their main – do you remember what, what's their main language? Um, so their main language is Arabic, actually. Okay, okay. So Morocco is in okay. northern Africa, right. um, like kind of like on the Iberian Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Um, and they border the Mediterranean and the Atlantic. So the main thing that the people speak is Arabic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also the indigenous sense. people, like mm-hmm. broadly speaking, like they're called Amazi. So mm-hmm. they speak like Amazir. Okay. <laughs> um, or, no, they're Amazir, but they speak Amazi. So there's that language. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two official languages are Arabic mm-hmm. and Amazi, I think. Um, but they also speak French because they were a French colony and their okay. protectorate. Mm-hmm. So most of the government things. Talk, you did a lot of research on that. No, I mean, like, I was there for, like, two months, and, like, when you talk to, like, your host family Mm -hmm. and, like, friends that you make, language partners, like, they also talk to you about this stuff, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it was, like, a combination of, like, me, like, researching online beforehand and then, like, meeting and, like, interacting with people. But, yeah, so three languages, um, Mm -hmm. the indigenous one, Arabic, and French, and then... English is kind of starting to come into fashion now Mm -hmm. and more, like, college students Mm -hmm. are wanting to learn it. And so the people who traveled with you, was it a a party of, like, ten people or... How many people got to go over there with you? I'd say, like, approximately 20, and we were aged, like, I was 15. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it was, like, 15 to, like, 18. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was, like, really, uh, it was a good group, and we're all high schoolers. We're all, like, super academically motivated, Mm -hmm. and we all wanted to do, like, a variety of different things. Mm -hmm. Not all of us wanted to go into the Foreign Service 
or even become like diplomats or politicians. Mm-hmm. Like some people were into STEM, uh, pre-med, things like that. We mm-hmm. just both, like we all had interests in mm-hmm. learning about different cultures and languages mm-hmm. and experiences. That is so cool. So two months. So what was like one of the best things? I mean, I can just imagine the foods and I know I saw so a picture of you because our local paper did a, did a, uh, an article on you and you were standing on that beautiful balcony. Like, did you just mm-hmm. choose that was that or just a picture that you had or... or? Uh, it was a picture I had because, so we went to the American Legation in Tangier. We took like a number of excursions mm-hmm. to like some cities mm-hmm. and that's a picture I took there. I have so many pictures. I'll show oh, you them yes. afterwards. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. So show me some fun. because I can, um, well you can, you can send a picture over to me, whatever mm-hmm. one you want me to use for the cover of the, uh, Ooh, <laughs> for fun. the, for the YouTube okay. page and yeah. for the, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What am I doing by voice? Podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. My goodness. So what are some of the foods that you liked? I can just imagine um, um, the smells and the taste mm-hmm. and the clothing. Did you go, yes. so when you, did you stay in your American clothes or did you buy some, some clothes um, while you're there? Okay, so like, ugh, let me think. Okay, so I'll answer the clothes question Sorry. first. Yeah, I'm over. <laughs> no, I love talking about it. It was such a great experience for me. Um, so I mainly did wear American clothing, and most people, at least, so I was in the capital, Rabat, mm-hmm. and most people in the capital did wear, like, pretty Western clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, typically speaking, like, the older you got, like, the more, um, like, conservative and, like, traditional it was. Okay. But, like, everyday people, even, like, um, like my age would be wearing, like, um, like, jalebas. Like, they're, like, the traditional dress. Okay. And it's, like, just a very casual thing to wear. Like, mm-hmm. for our final... Um, it's, like, had, a long dress. Like, I know that I was like, in Saudi. Like, we called it abaya. So, it's not, like, an abaya. No, that's something else. Okay. So, like, it has, like, hoods. And I'll show you a picture because okay. I have one. Okay. And it's actually in my closet right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, I actually got that because for our final celebration, we had, like, this big Moroccan party. And um, we wore Moroccan traditional dress. So, yeah, I did buy some clothes there. They have this store called, um, shoot, I cannot think of it right now. But it's, like, this super popular, like, Turkish store. Oh, okay. And, like, they're really big in Turkey, but, like, um, like I was Turkish stationed culture. In Turkey. I was stationed really? in Turkey, yeah. Really? What part? Um, because I, I was in the Air Force. And mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, Inzerlik Air Base. Oh, my God. So, so Mirhava. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, I have one of my daughters uh, would teach English online, and mm-hmm. she had um, students from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I said, whenever you get somebody from Turkey, just say Merhaba. And she says, Mom, okay, this is not, you know. No, it's a nice thing to <laughs> yeah. say. Like, okay, so in Arabic, we say Marhaba, okay. but it means welcome. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and it's merhaba. like, it's, it's such a nice it's, thing to say. Like, it, it makes you feel It's been familiar. a long time since I've mm-hmm. been there, so I just remember Merhaba. And I know that mm-hmm. um, whenever you go into the, the shops to go shopping, mm-hmm. they would serve you tea, chai, mm-hmm. chai tea. And, um, and so then when somebody, so I just remember after they served me, I would say, it sounds really weird, but I would say, alas maledik, mm-hmm. which I think means thank you oh, in that language. Okay. So, I I, I, those that. are the two words that I remember is alas maledik, because I, I just love saying that. <laughs> and then mirhaba. I love that. No, I actually started implementing like some Arabic words like into like my everyday life. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a group chat, like, the cohort that I went to, and we still, like, mix in, like, so oh. much, like, Arabic and, like, Darisha, which is, like, the local dialect, mm-hmm. and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. And even with my family, so now they've started, like, repeating what I say mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At first, I thought it was really weird, mm-hmm. and then they're just like, okay, we're going with this. And so what about, like, I, I remember being in Turkey now, you, mm-hmm. you brought, reminded me about, um, we had, like, Adana kebab, like, so they eat, well... You don't eat a lot of meat. <laughs> but when I was in Turkey, we ate like Adana kebab and it was like a lot of lamb. And mm-hmm. then they, instead of eating regular uh, 
cheese. They had like goat cheese, mm-hmm. you know, and it didn't really t- make the t- the pizza and those type of things taste any different. So, mm-hmm. so did you get to experience like any type of like pizza or did you have a bread called ekmek? I know that when I was in Turkey, their bread was called ekmek. I haven't heard of that. So mm-hmm. in Rabat, uh, like a bread that's very unique to the area is called misinmen. Okay. But uh, like it's typically a breakfast bread. I love it so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And you would just get it from like a local... Um, like a local shop, which mm-hmm. are called which are called hanouts, and they're okay. kind of like convenience stores. Okay. So you could just go get it there like every day. Was it um, like a loaf of bread? Because this this no, is flat like, bread. Yeah, it's like flat, flat bread. and it's like layered and flaky, and it's oh. like I don't know how to oh, describe. That sounds really good. Um, Did they have like sesame sesame seeds no. on it? Okay, ours the, the one in Turkey had no, like sometimes you was could buttery. put like, Oh, okay, yes, it was buttery because mm-hmm. you like toasted it and heated mm-hmm. it up, mm-hmm. and you could put like this like cumin mixture on Ooh. it, which my host family is fond of doing, mm-hmm. and like cream cheese. But yeah, um. I don't think I don't think Moroccans are big dairy people. Mm-hmm. Like cream cheese and butter. I think that might be because of French influence though. Mm-hmm. Like the cream cheese stuff. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, they're not really big dairy people, but I know uh kebabs are really popular mm-hmm. and like what are those rotating things? Right, called? right. I don't know but, but I don't but eat meat, so like I don't up, know. It was stand up really tall. Yes. And then it was sliced the meat Euro. down. Yeah. They don't call them euros. Right. But that's essentially what it was, a euro. Okay. And um, those are really popular. Mm -hmm. Shawarma, shawarma. Okay. Shawarma. That's what it's called. Okay. Let's think about it. Okay. Because we just had, we actually just had euros the other day, right? Didn't we, son? (laughs) Somewhere in another room. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, so if you're in a country like that, even on a daily basis, like, what did you eat? Because Um, are they heavy on meats there? Or did you, like... What did you, like salads and what what did you find to, to eat? So, or what was your favorite? So I'll put it that way. Ooh, okay. I love couscous and oh, yeah. like every Friday. So because Morocco is a Muslim country, like every Friday, like they have couscous. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is because they're Muslim, but okay. they are. And every Friday around lunchtime, like couscous was like super, super popular um, to eat. So I'd always eat it. Sometimes I stayed with the Moroccan host family. Mm-hmm. So sometimes my mom would, my host mom would make it on Fridays, but like most of the time she didn't, only a few times. So, so did it have, did it have like, Ooh. like diced onions and, mm. and green, red pepper? Like what, what did they, I could, like it's like a, like a cold mm. couscous, is that what they did? No, like a it salad? Was, no, was, like, um, like hot, like it was hot mm-hmm. and it was presented kind of in something that looked like a tagine pot, which is like, like. I'll show you a picture of it. It's like it's like a triangle on top of a no a cone on top of a cone. Okay, if that makes sense. Like a okay. flat cone, top of another okay, flat to. cone. I, I guess I need to see a picture. Um, and it was so like it's hot uh, couscous, mm-hmm. which is like a like a type of wheat, mm-hmm. and it could be served with a lot of different things like um like carrots, different types of squash. I got vegetarian that because so I am a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I don't eat any meat, but like I know chicken and lamb was super popular and then like they also have like these caramelized onions which are so good. I I don't even like onions. I do. But I loved Mm. those. Mm -hmm. I'd say Mm. extra please. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um like this type of like sauce that like you poured over. Is it like a like a cucumbery No, it was like like a warm I don't even know what it was made out of. No, it was I'll show you a picture of it. I don't know what it was. (laughs) I would put it on. It could have had meat in it. I have no idea. But it was You said Mom, I didn't know it had meat in it. Okay. Exactly. I'd just be like, okay, thank you. Yes, please. Um, mm-hmm. And it was so good. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll show you pictures. Like, it's just, it's like a very big portion. Like, I'd mm-hmm. always have leftovers. Wow. And, no, I just, like, so what else so was good. it? So that was one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. What, what's the next, another thing that we, was a favorite for you? 
that's and it, was it just couscous by itself? Oh, they would have meat and you would just have the couscous. So it would bread, be like, probably, or... um, well, no, because it's like a wheat. So like, you don't like, if it's a grain with more bread, it would just be like kind of bricky. Mm-hmm. So it's like couscous on the bottom mm-hmm. and then you have like the vegetables and you have like the onions on the side and like you have the sauce. So it's like a full meal. Like it's very hearty. Like even if you don't have the meat with it. It's oh, just see, like... you're going to have to come back and make that for me and invite your mom it's over and whatever. So when I tell you, like I have dreams of it. <laughs> it was so good. Like, Say the name of it again. So I'm going to have to go. Couscous. Couscous. Well, well, but was there another name for the whole dish? Um, No, just okay, couscous. Okay, All right. Uh, <laughs> And then something else. Oh my God, there's this thing. So like, uh, so there's this thing called like a Medina, which is basically like, so technically in Arabic, Medina means city. Okay. But like in this context, it was like, like a walled off part of the city um, where like different like artisans were or, like traders, people would have stalls there. And my language partner, like she'd take me there and we would like hang out, we'd go shopping, we'd go do different things. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, she introduced me to literally, like, every time we went there, I would always ask her, where is it, where is it? Because, like, it's so, like, it's, it was very hard for me to navigate, oh. and most people can't, because it's, like, a big maze, oh, okay. and it's hard to, like, mm-hmm. remember, like, mm-hmm. which is which. So, like, I knew how to get out, mm-hmm. but, like, I did not know how to find But finding a specific spot was yes. kind of, okay. Um, but the food was called makuda, mm. and it's so, so good. And it's, like, um, like, these fried potatoes, which is, like, the actual, like, like, I don't know if the actual meal is called anything, mm-hmm. but those are the potatoes. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, the Medina was, like, right on the coast. They'd have fresh-bought fish, mm-hmm. and they would fry it up, and I don't eat fish. Um, but a lot of people put that, and they had this really good hot sauce, and it was, like, inside this bread um, with, like, the hot sauce and the fish. You could throw, like, onions and different things, mm-hmm. and it was so good. Mm-hmm. And then their falafel was so good. I know, mm-hmm. there's a big argument. About, like, where falafel originated. But still, I ate it a lot in Morocco, so I will say, like, it was a good thing in Morocco. So where, okay, so where do people think that falafel? Because other people are always trying to claim something mm-hmm. that, that sometimes came so from. So I think it came from the Middle East. Like, I know I was in a Moroccan restaurant once, mm-hmm. and I was like, do y'all have falafel? Because, like, they didn't have anything without meat on their menu. It was, mm. like, meat, 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 meat mm-hmm. on, like, bread. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, no, we're a Moroccan restaurant. We don't serve that. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't think it is Moroccan. Mm. But a lot of places would have it, especially, like, just, like, as a street food because, like, it's portable. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's cheap. I think I've gotten it for, like, as low as, like, 70 USD, which is, like, pretty cheap. Mm. Um, yeah, like, it was just, like, a really good portable street food. So I love that. Not 70. 70 USD would be $70 in American money. No, 70, 70 cents USD. So, 70 cents. Yes, what? it was great. I loved it. I was like, oh, yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So two months. And so how were you able to communicate with your family? Um, like, like I know. So when my daughter went to Poland, she used like WhatsApp mm-hmm. and she used other some other apps. And I know that. Um, so did you use that that, or did you use another form of communication? So I used WhatsApp. I also used like iMessage. Like I could FaceTime people. Oh, okay. I couldn't. So I could do FaceTime audio too. I couldn't call call people. Mm-hmm. Because I would have had to, like, buy data there. And, like, for two months, I was like, mm. I'm fine. I could use WhatsApp, if not, like, Apple stuff. Right. So that's how I did it. And then um, we also were given burner phones because, like, this was a government program. Oh, wow. So they yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. keep very close track of us. Oh, wow, yeah, And yeah. we had, like, emergency numbers and stuff mm-hmm. um, with, like, people we could call, like, within the country. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, there was, like, an emergency contact and all the people, like, from the language center, like, our coordinators, so I had a burner phone on me, mm-hmm. and then I had, like, my, like, phone phone. That is so cool. So, so, I'm just curious, out of the 20 people that went, and I'm sure, like you said, it was a government program, so was it very diverse, or was it mainly African-Americans, or did you have a really diverse group that wanted to go over to Morocco? 
it was like incredibly surprising, but it was super diverse. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was so happy to see it. Um, not just like regionally, but like ethnically, mm-hmm. like uh, like religion wise. Mm-hmm. It was just like a really nice blend. Mm-hmm. Um, there were like a number, like there was um, like Hispanic people, um, Indians. There was someone from Taiwan, Vietnam. Um, yeah, there was like um, like Pol- Poland. Okay. Yes, he's actually fluent in Polish. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a girl that was from, well, her family's from Turkey and she's fluent in Turkish. So yeah, I thought that was really funny. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was like a really great mm-hmm. diverse mix from all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. and like with a lot of different like ethnic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I was in, cause I was in Saudi and I was in Turkey and I, now in Turkey I wasn't required, I had to wear the abaya mm-hmm. and because my hair is dark mm-hmm. and because my skin is dark, I didn't have to wear a head covering. Mm-hmm. So that none of those things, uh, you know, you'd have to do any kind of head covering or whatever because of being in Morocco? Because of maybe their their religious beliefs? No, I didn't have to do that. So, um, so like, comparatively, like, Morocco is, like, a pretty, um, like, liberal country mm-hmm. for, like, the region of the world that it's in. Um, and, like, because I was in a big city. Like, if mm-hmm. I was, like, in a small town. And there mm-hmm. were certain neighborhoods, like, within the city that mm-hmm. were, like, more conservative than mm-hmm. others. But, like, I lived in an area that was, like, near, like, the university and the financial okay. districts. Mm-hmm. So like, like, very um, metropolitan. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, people, um, they didn't dress conservatively. Mm-hmm. I didn't have okay. to wrap my hair. The only time I did have to cover myself was when we went to a mosque in okay. Casablanca. Okay. Well, Casablanca! Um, it was so nice. <laughs> I'll show you pictures. It was such, it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the only time, and that was just out of respect. Like, we had mm-hmm. to cover our shoulders, right. at least. Not necessarily our hair. But like, For us, it was it was the shoulders and the ankles, which is really mm-hmm. weird. When I was in Saudi, you like, you couldn't, like, don't show those sexy ankles. Because, <laughs> They actually had religious police in mm-hmm. um, Saudi, so I've heard of that. I think yeah. I think they might follow Sharia law, though, so it's different. And like mm-hmm. Morocco doesn't do that, okay. but um, it's like according like to the Quran, and like it's mm-hmm. very like tied to religion and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, Morocco isn't like that. Mm-hmm. So most like major cities, like we went to, we also went to, so we went to Tangier, Casablanca, and Marrakesh, mm-hmm. and each of those cities were like pretty liberal, and they like they each had um, like a lot of like international people living there mm-hmm. um so like they didn't follow those oh. norms either <laughs> oh. she's um, she's in. okay um so wow so would you ever go back again i mean Definitely. now you have that have passport and you, and you got that travel bug in mm-hmm. you so what, what are some other places that you'd like to travel um oh okay that's such a good question um i definitely i want to go to the netherlands mm-hmm. i just like their architecture a lot it mm-hmm. looks really cool mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, in my IR class a lot, like, we're talking about, like, the Peace Palace and stuff. Okay, so what's and, like, IR stand for? Oh, and uh, I take it in international relations class, because okay. that's actually what I want to study in college. Jeez, And, okay. yeah, they have a lot of stuff there, so definitely there. I want to go to uh, Mexico. Mm-hmm. I love Mexican food. I've been food. to Mexico. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 I, when I was in California, they have, like, a huge, like, Mexican scene, mm-hmm. and it was super cool mm-hmm. seeing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only got to go because I worked for, um, besides being in the military, mm-hmm. Continental Airlines, which does not exist anymore. <laughs> you were... Wait, were I wasn't a flight attendant. attendant. No, a I was a, res- I was a reservation agent. So. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, That's so, so cool. That was before all my children were born. So oh, I, a different and then they life. closed. Yeah, different, different, different. Um, and matter of fact, I stopped doing it because, uh, you know, started to become a mom and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, wow. So I I am just so thankful, mm-hmm. thankful first of all, that um, that you were able to have this conversation with me. I've been wanting to do this conversation. <laughs> and she's, I've known little Miss Isis since she was like probably, I don't know, four years old or so. Probably. Probably somewhere, somewhere around. She's around the same age as my son. Um, so, I don't know. Do you have any other questions that you'd like to, to have the audience, you know, know about you? I mean, I know 
that uh, what are your well we don't want them to know exactly what school you went to but mm-hmm. what are, what are some some ideas of schools or states that you'd like to go to for co- to college? Um, probably like mm, okay. I've been looking at a lot of schools like in DC mm-hmm. and um, like in New York and Boston. I feel like those mm-hmm. are like really generic mm-hmm. like cities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally, everyone wants to go to school there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like they're really cool cities. Like I don't really I don't live in a big city now, so mm-hmm. I just like want to be able to like, go out and like explore places and just be able to meet like a lot of like diverse people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a place that like would afford me those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I do have a daughter in D.C. She absolutely loves it. She says mm-hmm. she's not going to come back. <laughs> I'm like, please come back to visit. <laughs> and then she actually was in New Hampshire at one mm-hmm. time, and that was fun. She liked to go to the city, to Boston, to mm-hmm. visit. And then the other daughter went to school in um, upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and the other one is traveling with the military. and mm-hmm. you know. But it's, it's really, especially when you grow up in a small town like ours, which we won't say out loud, mm-hmm. um, it is nice to get out and go to the big cities because mm-hmm. if I think even when I was in my twenties, you kind of want to get it at, go, go and do that city thing, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you land there and you stay there, but sometimes you end up coming back to a small town like this, which I can't <laughs> I can't imagine you coming back to our small small town. Okay, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, and so when you go to college, you said you want to study something uh, political, mm-hmm, either international relations or like political science, mm-hmm. probably with like um like double minoring like econ mm-hmm. and like either like Arabic or French mm-hmm. or oh that's so, that's so neat. So, mm-hmm. what in French? Did you pick up any French when you were over there in Morocco? Like restaurant French. Like my French is absolutely <laughs> terrible, but I know enough to like read a menu mm-hmm. <laughs> and like say like I want this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Not yeah. with that. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Those are so the cool. limits of my. I don't think you said what your second food was, or did you? You, you said you liked the couscous. Mm-hmm. I liked the, uh, I said I liked um, falafel. Falafel. Was, my dad loves it, too. I uh-huh. don't know why I forgot. And then makuza, I liked the potatoes. Oh, okay. Those are super good. Okay, so I'm going to have to have her come back, and maybe we do a cooking mm-hmm. class, and invite your mom over, oh, or whatever. Oh, that'd be whatever. fun. Yeah, that would be fun. So thank you again for this time. I totally appreciate it. I didn't want to have this conversation. I really wanted to have you and all. It would have been cool to have your sisters and my daughters and them and, and my son. To have a, <laughs> and him? Yeah, to have a conversation. But we, we can always do that for um, some time in the future. Definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. No problem. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for watching. And this has been uh, Nubia of Nubian Queen Nation podcast. And then you can check us out on YouTube at Nubian Queen 04. All right. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Oh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and... Comment? Yeah, comment below (laughs) if you have any questions for ISIS. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. So much for joining us today at Nubian Queen Nation. Come back and join us again in two weeks. <laughs> Better yet, subscribe, like, and leave a comment. And if you would, please share this with a friend. Peace and blessings. Love ya, Nubia.